Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm coach Caroline DeKimpe, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline here, career and leadership coach. And today we're going to talk about the three shifts that you need to make that will get you promoted this year or in the next 12, six to 12 months. So the reason I wanted to make this video for you guys is because I was just talking to a new client and uh, she's a manager. She wants to step up to senior management and we were mapping out a complete like, strategy about what is required what we need to do and I thought like what the heck this is really good information that I want to share with you to set you up for success this year because if getting is a getting a promotion is on the cards for you that this will help you get there so um the first shift that I want you to make and please do not roll your eyes is a mindset shift. So first of all, you need to start believing in the fact that you are the senior manager. Not only your capability, your skills, and your experience, that you're able to to handle bigger scopes of work. It is all about the belief, how self-aware and the belief you have in yourself. And I will give you an example. You, If you are not conscious about where your belief is going to be when you step up or when you go for a promotion or when you go for that bigger role, you will get triggered with things that you thought you had handled already in the past. You will get insecurities, self-doubt, You your confidence will go down if you don't really stand strong in the belief that you're able to operate in a bigger, bigger uh, capacity. So a lot of people that I see are still playing small in that field of like, okay, can I do that? And constantly seeking approval. But once you step up from manager to, to, to senior manager or from senior manager to executive, doesn't really matter. But once you make that leap, you really, really have to think about, okay, am I mentally prepared? Do I know what triggers me in the past? Because that will trigger me in the future. Now, as part of like uh, working with myself, for example, I have a program called the Own Your Greatness program. It's a six weeks program. It's amazing. Helps people shift from being an overworked doer to really becoming that or stepping in their their, their leadership and becoming an influential leader. And believe uh, is one of the core foundational elements that we do in the first couple of weeks. Understanding what your leadership blueprint is, understanding your strengths, your talents, and everything that makes you you. Because you need to start building up that confidence, that evidence that you are the leader you know you are. 
because it is really one thing that you know you're capable of doing things, but there is another thing in actually behaving and acting as the leader that you that you need to be and that shows up. So your mindset uh, and your belief is really the foundation of everything. If you don't stand strong in that, you will get triggered. And when you get triggered, you will feel like overwhelmed, anxious. You will start self-doubting everything. Like one of my clients actually last year, uh, before we start working together, she was second guessing every single decision. Before that, before she was in, uh, promoted to a senior manager, she was so confident nothing could rock her boat. She had a great reputation of working hard, getting shit done. If there was a problem, go to her and blah, blah, blah. But once you step up in that senior management position, you can't rely on that anymore. You can't possibly do all the executional work anymore, all the operational work. You need to step up and be a different person. So that's what I mean by there is a mindset shift. The person that was qualified as a manager is not the same person as that senior manager. And you need to make that transition, first of all, before anything else. I can teach you the best strategies in the world and map out a plan, but if you don't have the right things in place, if you don't have the right mindset that will get you there, then you're going to be stuck in that little box forever. And everything that you will do will feel like an uphill battle, like that you just like keep pushing and think like, oh my God, this is such hard work. Has anybody ever felt this way? Has any, any, every, anybody uh, like thought by themselves, like now I got promoted and oh my God, the shit that I have to deal with, like it's so exhausting. I wish I was still just a manager and protected from all this rubbish. And that's often not a sign, but like a, a, a real indication that from a mindset perspective, you haven't made that shift because part of that mindset shift is also understanding organizational dynamics, the politics that you need to start navigating. Don't say you have to be involving in negative politics, but there is a place for politics in any organization that you have to incorporate and see how you can benefit and, and, and really participate within the politics. Because every, let's face it, every single organization has, has politics. So that's the first thing is that mindset shift, believing that you are able and believing that you are able to operate at the next level and that you have the capability, the skills, experience to be the leader that you need to be to be successful and knowing your triggers. And when I say knowing your triggers, I mean like knowing what really gets you defensive. Like, um, because you will, not that people, maybe people mean it intentionally, maybe it's unintentional, uh, but people will just like uh, say something and you might feel attacked. So it's, that is a trigger. What triggers you to step out when you step outside your comfort zone? Because it's like any type of change, changing from manager to senior manager, it's change in process. You will feel like already like, oh my God, I'm outside my comfort zone. And if you don't have a strong belief system that backs you up, 
you will want to revert back into old patterns. I will give you another example of how important it is to have the right belief system. Um, one of my clients was promoted. Uh, she went to another job from senior manager to director into another job. And because she already felt this was a stretch and this was just a feeling that she had, she was perfectly capable and she operated before at the same level of responsibilities, but still she felt really like, oh my God, this is a stretch for me because she didn't know the stakeholders, she didn't know the system, she didn't know anything. And so she felt out of depth and she felt like, oh my God, this is too much for me. The that so that was she was triggered because a lot of people were asking her stuff and she was triggered and as a defense mechanism she reverted back into her delivery role the problem here is if you're a director operating in a delivery role you're not going to be perceived as a leader that you want to be and you're not going to be seen as a leader that you that you are. So if you're a director, you need to operate as a leader, leading the team, leading the strategy, leading the product projects, leading the people. But if you then actually like revert back into delivery, people are going to see, and you're good at it, that's the perception that people will have. So mentally, you need to be ready. And so don't underestimate that. And that's hopefully very clear to you because a lot of people, they run into trouble because they underestimate it. They're so focused on other, other things that I'm going to talk to you about. Then they're so focused in, in executing that's the strategies on how to get up and get, get promoted and how to step up that they forget about the mindset piece. And the mindset piece is the foundation of everything. No strategy will work ever if you don't have the right mindset. So that's the first step. The second step is your brand. Now, that is shift number two. Everybody has a brand, a personal brand. And as I um, indicated before, if you have a brand, like a lot of my clients have, it's like, I'm a hard worker. I'm a problem solver. If shit hits the fan, they come to me. They know I can deliver. I go above and beyond. I get shit done within the organization. If any of this is your reputation, is the way people perceive you, then I've got some bad news for you. You need to change that. And again, you need to start by, by changing that belief because if you're stuck in that, that's all people will see. And if there is more to you than that, then you need to actually shift your personal brand to a leadership brand. And this is a big shift that people really trip on or up on is because they get stuck in their personal brand. Like how possibly can I change this to, to a leadership brand? Well, glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. So how that shift really appears is once you have the right belief system, the right values and belief system, and you start building up that confidence in actually understanding the impact that you can make and the true commitment and the strategic direction you can give to people, to, to your company, to your project, to whatever it is that you manage, then your confidence start building up. And that is the first step. So once you have that in place and you start really thinking about your brand, 
And in your brand, you need to really think about, okay, how can I, what are the, the, the gaps that um, I'm still focused on the doing and how can I now shift into the strategy, strategic part? So one of the simplest things that, that, that I do with my clients is like ask them to write down in their to-do list notebook uh, or in their planner or in their agenda in the morning when you go over like which meetings, what do I have to tick off and stuff like that, is you simply take like a colored pen, um, doesn't matter, or a highlighter, and you write down, oops, you write down in front of that, um, in front of the tasks, an S or a T. And the S stands for strategic and the T for tactical. And you do that for one, two, three weeks. And every single quarter, this is what we do in our quarterly planning, because quarterly planning is absolutely important. So every single quarter you sit down and you think like, okay, where, where is the shift going? Where's the balance going? How am I showing up as a strategic leader or where am I still stuck in tactical? And then you can actually make a plan. Okay, what do I need to do? to get myself out of that tactical what do i need to delegate what do who do i need to talk to to make sure that that tactical uh, list gets smaller and that strategic list gets bigger so you start to really self regulate yourself into into like becoming more conscious about what you do during the day and of course, there is a whole uh, a whole thing around planning and how you can be more strategic about the career choices and about your everyday responsibilities that you do. And I might do a masterclass on that because it's a question I get asked all the time. Um, so, and a lot of my clients are really good planners, and you need to be organized at a certain level. So, I might actually see how we can actually add another layer on that when you want to make that shift from strategic to um, to uh, uh, sorry, from tactical to strategic and more stepping into that leadership. So once you understand like what your current brand is, what your current uh, perception is, your personal brand is, then let we need to start shifting that into more of a leadership brand. And that leadership brand, that comes down, first of all, all to yourself. Like what are your strengths? What are your talents? How can we combine it? What's the leadership style that we actually identified already? And how can we trans uh, translate that into a leadership brand? How can you interject that? Because your leadership brand will be the main tool, how you communicate to, you, to yourself, to the outside world about what it is that um, you stand for. Like I always say, like, look, a lot of people that I work with, they, they, their leadership brand or their brand, let's say their brand is kind of vanilla. But if you want to make real impact, if you want to make that shift, you can't have a vanilla brand. Like vanilla is nice, I like it, but you want to be like salted caramel with like chocolate toppings and like with peanuts on, on top of it and just like oh delightful. That's what you want to want what what you want to create. You want to have a leadership brand that's really like going to resonate with the leaders in your company so that they can recognize your true potential because otherwise 
again, you're going to be stuck in your current personal brand. And if that is that overworking, working hard person of like, oh, she's really liked, everybody likes her in the company, that is not going to get you the promotion. That is not going to accelerate your career. That way you're going to be stuck in a certain label. And there is nothing wrong with that. Some people are very happy to, to stay in their in their in their little area and that is good but if you are have the ambition to get promoted to accelerate your career to step up you have to think about your perception how people are currently seeing you and how people want to see you like what a question that i often get asked is how long does it take caroline to 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 change your personal brand now there are a couple of things that you need to really take uh take in consideration if you change roles, so and that could be internal or external. External is a little bit easier because you uh, you really start with a, a clean slate, but also has is tricky areas because if you change roles externally to another organization and you fall back into old behavior, which a lot of people do, then you're going to get stuck again with the same personal brand and people think like, oh my God, what is wrong? I'm earning more. I have a better job title, but I'm doing the same mundane admin work as before. So I'm not really stepping up that much. So uh, there are some pitfalls when when you look at looking at external. Internal, yes, you have a great reputation, but you have different stakeholders. So again, you have the opportunity to reinvent yourself. And that is really what you need to do is reinvent yourself. So once you get clear on the mindset shift about your authentic leadership blueprint, and you then create and build your leadership, uh, your, your leadership brand, then actually you start to have to have a really solid foundation of how you actually want to be perceived by those new key stakeholders that you have, whether those are internal or external, it's really making sure. So, and that could go really quickly. So if you go external or you get internal or promotion with new stakeholders, that could take anything. Uh, I would say the first 90 days of solidifying and cementing in your new leadership brand is really, really important. When when you're in your existing role and looking for that promotion you think like oh my god i get the feedback i'm not strategic enough i'm getting bypassed there are still skills that that are missing um or that they say that are missing but actually i already have them then you actually need to start thinking about shifting that brand in your current position um a lot of people think like okay let's go external anyway but sometimes if you really like the organization and the projects you work on like let's try to to make it work internally you don't have to always look outside externally like one of my clients did that she changed roles to an external company just because superficial reasonings like oh i've got a promotion and paid more and got paid more but it was basically the biggest mistake that she made in her career she regretted it because she loved like-minded people that she worked with and she loved the organization and the purpose that that it had so even though it might seem easier in 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 from from your your point of view to actually shift i would say like if there's so many advantages to the organization that you really that like so many pros then stick it out and change yourself because that's what's really important you change from the inside out if you want to make external career changes you need to start from the inside out 
so when um when i'm talking about like uh, when you're sticking your current job anything between three months and six months you can shift your 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 leadership brand uh some people they have a they um they're more an introvert and that might take longer because it is pushing yourself outside your comfort zone you need to start to speak up and stand up within meetings and 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 try to find the balance between what's authentic me and what is really like comes across like i'm a robot trying to do different stuff you need to start keep being authentic so finding your authentic voice and reconnecting to that uh, can take like anything between three uh, three months and it can take anything between three and 12 months so to really be dedicated to your voice and really reconnecting to your authenticity um and i will say like layers and layers and layers of programming that we have had has often ripped us apart or like created a gap between what how it is that we perceive ourselves and how we think that we should be perceiving perceived in the organization and all these layers uh, keep us playing small and it's just like shedding it, everything and really saying like this is me okay let's absolutely step into my inner power again reclaim it and then actually like start building upon those layers and creating making making intentional decisions creating your career by design rather than by default i see a lot of people just like like floating drifting from job to job never being really intentional about their career and um it's sad to see because then they end up in a position where they don't want to be and they say like how the hell did i get here like it makes me miserable i come home and like i'm glad it's weekend i have a couple of bottles of wine and on monday morning i have to drag myself to work again to work with a bunch of idiots that don't appreciate don't value don't respect me and i'm just sick and tired how did i end up here and i can't change because i have a mortgage to do to pay and bills to pay and life is just like like they stop believing in the possibility that there can be organizations out there and can be roles that value them. And so you don't want to be there or if you, and if you are there, then it's time to take action because you don't have to settle for a mediocre job. You can have the career that you really want, but it all starts with you. Nobody is going to sugarcoat and hand it to you. It all starts with you. So let's go back on track the second shift is uh, shifting from a personal brand to a leadership brand the first shift is, shift is your mindset second shift is your your branding shift that you need to make from a personal to a leadership brand the third shift is really your actions and behaviors and um it is so important so when i build up with my clients the right mindset right belief system we build out their um or we worked on their belief system um we build out their leadership brand what it's going to look like and how they want to be perceived what values uh, are important to them and and so on what their leadership style is 
then we're going to think about actions and behavior and that's the third shift now what do i mean with this most people that i work with most managers uh, even like senior consultants or specialists or whatever if you're not not yet a people manager but maybe a project manager or anything like that um you you most people with over 10 years experience they're okay with with relationship building and stakeholder management they they know how to create that engagement they know how to work with 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 their stakeholders but working with the stakeholders is not enough if you want to move from manager to senior manager or from senior to director you need to actually get one of my clients this morning you need to get sponsors on board you need to st uh, start forming strategic alliances so one of the things the actions that i want you to think about is how can i transform my existing relationships that i have into those strategic alliances what do i need to do and often this all starts by understanding your organization now you have like your organization where you have all the lines and the org charts and everything else but then you have a shadow organization and that gives you an idea about what's really going on in the organization who influences who, who has a, a broken relationship with who, and who really um, has really strong coalitions and what am I stepping into? And having an understanding about uh, the dynamics, organizational dynamics and the shadow organization will give you insight on how to navigate those politics. So it is so critical for you to get an understanding of like, okay, what are the actions that I need to do? Don't be a bull in the China shop. Like one of my clients, um, she was hired as a change director and she came in and like, like okay, we're going to do this, 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 this and she got really met with so much resistance so much resistance and she came to me and she said like caroline what am i doing wrong i was hired to to do change and innovation like that's why they hired me but now i'm in the role and the only thing i hear is complaints and really getting resistance from all my key stakeholders like not really sure about what what's going on and that's because you don't have haven't taken the time to really like do the fact finding like yeah the the board members or other executives might want to have change and yeah you go but other people might not be on board so you go don't go in as a ball in a china shop to actually like you have to make sure that the uh the the way you take your actions is aligned with how you want to be perceived and one of the things that you need to be aware of is what's really going on in the organization so shadow organization or really understanding the organizational dynamics will give you insights about like okay how do i deal with this how do i handle this situation what's really going on and how can i use that to my advantage in terms of behaviors also i was uh, talking to another client yesterday um and we were talking about the words that you use to describe what you do and again, the words that you use and the way you describe things as a manager are very, very different as how you want to be positioned as a senior manager or like a, a director. Because basically, you describe your behaviors, but you, you don't want to describe your behaviors as actions that you, the specific actions and responsibilities you take. 
you want to really link them to the commercial outcomes uh, of what you do and what impact that that has to an organization. So you want to, so you believe is like shifting from that tactical to that strategic. Your brand needs to really communicate that, but your behavior and your actions need to really be uh, consistent with that. So you need to talk, and I, I just say communication as, as an example, but you need to talk in a certain way that really aligns with how you want to position yourself. Because if you use words that downplay what it actually is that you do, people will just have the, that perception. And sometimes it's an, uh, 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 an educational process. So, for example, in, in my client's case, we were talking about content, content, content. And I said, you have to step away from that word content. I know you create content and I know that is the word that other people use, but nobody is going to value creating content the way you actually see it. It's more thought leadership, executive communication, like really reputation building and so on. So you need to, um, and even though the if, when you're senior executives that you report into or you have key stakeholders with, refer to that as a piece of content you created you not you don't say like uh uh you're wrong i will tell you what it is you actually constantly talk about like your thought leadership the thought leadership the leadership messaging and so on and it will catch on it will take a, a bit of time couple of weeks couple of months depending on how frequent you talk to that person but it will catch on the language that you use but you have to make sure that your behavior and actions are in line with how you want to be perceived otherwise you're going to create the perception that you're stuck with that you actually don't want I hope that all makes sense. So just to recap everything that uh, I discussed in this video. So there are three shifts that will get you a promotion this year. So the first shift is really understanding and shifting your mindset. Mindset from a doer, an individual contributor to a leader. And the mindset is your foundation of everything. The second shift you need to make is from a personal brand to a leadership brand. You have to make that shift. Otherwise, people are going to still perceive you with your current personal brand. And if you have a current personal brand of a doer, getting shit done, being the fixer of the organization, working hard, being like, being the nice guy in the office, that is not a the 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 reputation that is going to lead you to your leadership, influential leadership uh, uh, position. So you have to shift that. And the third shift you have to make is your action and behaviors, is making sure that you not only build great relationships, that you know how to convert them to strategic alliances, that you know what behavior, what language that you want to adopt uh, within meetings, um, because you want to be seen as uh, that the leader that you are, the influential leader that you are. So those are my three shifts that I would recommend uh, that you may make. If you have any more questions around that, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help you. If you want to work together, this is a program that I run. Uh, I run it one-on-one -on -one or in group. The group is not probably not going to run until quarter two of this year, but the one if you're interested 
interested in working one-on-one -on -one with me, I will po uh, post the link below so you can get um, familiar with the program and explore opportunities. Now, just want to say this is not a magic pill that you take. This is real work you need to do. Change is never easy and we always want to revert back to to old habits. Old habits die long, die strong. Oh, what's the saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, die hard or something. <laughs> anyway, um, so like this work, if you say like, um, it's not because you do this work that you're going to get a promotion in the next four weeks. Um, so like if you plan to get promoted in the next three to six to nine to 12 months, then you need to start doing this work now. Because like I said, it's not the magic pill just because we start working together that everything is magically going to happen. Like I wish I could promise you that, but you will have to go through a process of self-discovery, building your personal brand or leadership brand, and then really activating that and to make sure that you live it every single day at work until it becomes second nature and you will see your career quantum leap. It's amazing to see, it's amazing the results that I've seen of people that really embrace this and really step into their greatness. So um, I will pop a link below so you can go and check that out. Um, also, one last thing, what I'm running a free workshop tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Sydney time. I think it's 10 p.m. UK time and 5 p.m. somewhere in the US or EST time. Um, and it's all about breaking through that next level career ceiling, uh, sorry, next level income ceiling with a standout resume. So this will be about uh, really people that are ready to uh, leave their organization and um, go into another organization and want to work on a resume that really stands out. Um, I put a number on it, 100K, break through the 100K salary ceiling. But to be honest, the information that I'm sharing is also relevant for people that are already on 120 and want to break through to 150, 150 to 200, whatever ceiling you are stuck at. It's a really good masterclass uh, to get you to the to the next level. So um, definitely we'll pop a link below. Definitely um, register for that if you're interested in attending. It's a free masterclass. You can uh, ask me any questions on that masterclass. You can even send your resume just before so I can do a review or an audit. Uh, I'm not going to mention your name and details uh, during the masterclass, but um, I will actually refer back to things that people like do uh, it's a really it's going to be invaluable for you uh, to be there if that if you want to make that transition um, so yeah that's it for me so a couple of things if you like this video give me a thumbs up it's always good to know that people really uh, resonated with the content I create uh, if we are not connected on LinkedIn like connect with me reach out to me like we're all human and human interaction human connection that is a foundation of everything it's not just like you need to know the the people in your community in your tribe so connect with me and uh, share share some insights if you have any questions reach out to me I'm more than happy to 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 help you or maybe make another live around the specific question that you have without mentioning of course your your name and um yeah that's it so guys
guys, thank you so much. It was lovely spending this afternoon, <laughs> half an hour of your afternoon. Um, and I will talk to you very soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.